Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Trips for Kids Pedal Pod. This is a bi-weekly podcast that will be published every other Tuesday. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us today. Today my guest is Chris Degenars, the newest board member for Trips for Kids. Chris, how are you doing? Doing great, yeah. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely, it's it's a pleasure to have you. Um, so, would you mind telling us a little about yourself? Kind of give an introduction to people who are listening. Maybe a few things that uh, other board members, some chapter directors, might not know about you. Yeah, definitely. So, I uh, I'm currently based here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, just moved out here back at the end of 2019. So, just before the world shut down, it felt like. Um, and I work full-time for Giant Bicycles. Uh, I currently am the USA Marketing Specialist and work really closely on that side and uh, really excited to kind of, you know, get more involved with Trips for Kids, joining the board this past year. Uh, a lot of my background is in the marketing and advertising industry, but I also raced uh, at a pretty competitive level on the bike for several years and got to travel the country racing. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of all my worlds clashing together with uh, trips for kids and uh, working at Giant and all the marketing stuff. That's cool. That's cool. So it seems like it all just kind of came full circle for you joining uh, joining the board and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely wasn't something that was planned, but I mean, it all you know it works out for the best. Absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you, where did your love for cycling come from and actually if you could tell us a little more about your your racing past I, I, I'd love to hear about that yeah so I mean it really all started you know I I grew up uh in a you know we'll say low to middle class uh income home it uh wasn't definitely the worst environment by any means but it definitely I I didn't have a whole lot coming up but I did have a bike and that was kind of my source of happiness it was the thing that I used to get around the neighborhood with my friends. All my friends were skateboarders and I just did not have the skill set to ride a skateboard. So I rode my bike with them. Um, and that was really where it all started for me. Um, my mom and I used to do a lot of charity walks and that was when I got, got introduced into uh, the MS 150 was the first bike charity ride that I had saw some uh, advertisements for. And I'd realized really quickly though that 150 miles on a bike is not a simple task to do and it's not the same as riding around on the neighborhood uh, but it definitely caught my attention and I got really into the idea and so I found a ride the Tour to Cure uh, which is a charity ride for the American Diabetes Association and uh, a couple of my close friends and uh, my father and a couple other family members had diabetes as well. So it, you know, kind of made sense for me to do it. And it seemed like the right thing. So I went out and did the charity ride. And that's when I met a, met a guy named James uh, Walker, who was racing seriously at the time. And he started coaching me uh, right after that ride. I guess he saw, you know, something uh, in me and uh, he offered to start training me and get me into racing and uh, pretty quickly it got super seriously and started doing some local stuff uh, around the DFW whenever I was living in Dallas before I moved out here. Uh, I would do the weekly criteriums that they hosted out there and it's a really hot spot for racing in North Texas so I got to do a lot of uh, I learned really quickly what it 
took to be decent at bike racing. Um, I got dropped a lot. And so, um, yeah, trained, trained a lot growing up. I got really, really serious with coaching and training and everything. And, uh, before I knew it, I was, you know, flying out to North Carolina, racing in Florida, getting to really kind of experience what it was like to take bike racing pretty seriously. Wow. Wow. So just to be specific, what kind of racing was it? Was it on the road or mountain bike racing or what kind? Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely a road racer. Uh, I I've, I've done some mountain bike race or riding, I'll call it. Um, definitely not my specialty. And I've done a couple races uh, on track as well. The velodrome okay. was kind of my other area, but mostly road criterium style. Right. So did you grow up in Dallas? Is that where you're from? Yep. Yep. Born and raised. Okay. Okay. So how do you like, what, what's the biggest difference for you as far as the shift from Dallas to Los Angeles and, and are there really any similarities? It's definitely a big shift. Uh, you know, it's, it's always kind of hard to compare them because they're so different. Uh, the entire culture in LA is just so, uh, I think everyone seems to be really happy out here. Not that people aren't in Dallas, but, uh, it's definitely a little bit different than uh, what I was expecting for sure to move out here. I had never even lived. I'd never had been to California before I moved out here. Mm -hmm. So like I had, you know, taken a pretty big leap of faith, but it's definitely been, you know, it's been weird, right? Like everything has been shut down. So I haven't really gotten to experience it, but the community is definitely really active. And, you know, I, I definitely enjoy getting to, see all of that activity taking place yeah definitely like as as someone who grew up uh near los angeles i i can tell you in every part you go there's a cycling community there's Mm -hmm. at least i would say at least three groups and one each different category of cycling there's there's people so yeah i know that you have you mentioned how one of the things that got you into cycling was doing that charity race um, for diabetes, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you say that doing charity races like that, doing things really for a purpose and for a cause, how has that been such a prominent part of your life and uh, how, how has it shaped you? Yeah, I mean, it, it really became a second chance for me, honestly, you know, before I started riding bikes and, and taking it seriously more than just riding around the neighborhood. Uh, I was definitely not going down the best path uh, that anyone should ever go down. I was hanging out with, uh, you know, the, the wrong crowd. I was doing the things that you really shouldn't be doing at any age, much less in middle school, I guess I was. So I was definitely getting in a lot of trouble and, you know, bike riding and racing and really training. I think riding for the charity rides was a real purpose for me. And it gave me that like sense of uh, that sense of purpose and giving back. But it was really when I started racing that I felt everything kind of shifted in my head. It really kind of changed my entire perspective. And it made me realize that I could be a lot more than the person that I was and that there was a real opportunity for me to do more with my life and not go down that route so are you still racing now i i didn't catch if you had mentioned that uh <laughs> uh not not currently uh i've taken a little uh we'll, we'll call it early retirement maybe but we're, we're thinking to come back in 2021 this year so maybe 
Yeah, I mean, hey, twenty twenty was was everybody's gap year, you know that like yeah. college, that was everyone's gap year. No, everything was paused, so you know, it works out. Um, yeah. So, what important things do you feel uh, you learned when you started writing, and uh, what kept you on the saddle? You know, I, I mean, I think with any sport, you know, looking at the more competitive side and really when I start taking riding seriously, regardless of racing, but just the, the seriousness that I took was discipline, uh, which I think was really important for me specifically because I, my mom, you know, worked upwards of four or five jobs at a time. Uh, my dad uh, was an alcoholic growing up. So I, I wasn't very close with him and he wasn't always around. And it made it really difficult. So having that discipline of riding was really important to, you know, have that structure in place and that desire to want to be a stronger rider, to go faster and keep pushing yourself. But really, you know, where it came full circle was the community that I found in cycling. And that was, that's really what I've taken to heart and try to continue to not only find in anything that I do or any work that I take on, but also put back out into the world is how can we create more community? And uh, that's, that was really, I think the biggest thing for me. And that's what kept me, you know, riding all the time and kept me wanting to get back on the bike. It was that community. It's, you don't just go out and ride six hours uh, on the road for fun all the time. It's, you've got to have a real desire there and a real sense of purpose and meaning. And, and that's what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, would you say that sense of community is something that you think is really important to introduce kids to the bicycle? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, for, for me, the biggest thing and, you know, one of the most important things to get kids on bikes and why it's so important is that community. It is that opportunity to meet other people, to get that sense of freedom, I think, to an extent without, necessarily giving someone all you know they're not independent entirely but they feel that freedom and they get to experience what it's like just to be outside and uh, be around people that have that common interest and maybe even more importantly just a common interest that's healthy for them and it's a positive environment versus you know just going out and hanging out on the streets or whatever you know you're doing riding a bike is a really healthy and positive outlook Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you say that the biking community riding a bike has been a very encouraging environment for you in, in ways even outside of the bike? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it changed my entire perspective on life. I mean, the way that I hold myself accountable, the way that I interact with other people, um, the respect that I think you kind of not only get from the community, but you're expected to, you know, be respectful to each other. And it is a really, it's, there's been, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Don't get me wrong, but it, there's been progress being made and in being an inclusive community and trying to, uh, and trying to make it more open to everybody to come in and ride a bike. And that trickles into the rest of your life over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have someone that inspired you when you were young to get riding or just inspired you in general? 
Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of people. Uh, I always, <laughs> I'm always hesitant on these questions because uh, I don't want anyone to, uh, you know, not not think that I'm thinking of them. But uh, mm -hmm. for the sake of time, um, my mom was definitely a, a big one. She's, you know, always really been my rock growing up. She was a huge inspiration and continues to be one. Um, but she really showed me work ethic and what it meant to work hard to continue to motivate yourself and to give back and to sacrifice, not be afraid to sacrifice things when it's for something important and when it's for someone or something that you care about. And, uh, you know, she worked a lot when I was growing up, but it was a really impactful decision that she made because it did change my entire life. You know, she wanted to give me everything that she could. So my mom is, uh, definitely you know top of that list but the other ones that i definitely have to you know say i don't think he even to this day knows maybe what he meant to me and how much he's impacted me was james uh who i met at that tour to cure bike ride uh, mm -hmm. that i first did and you know him taking that chance on this young kid who showed up to that ride not knowing anything about bike riding and taking me under his wing and kind of, you know, really mentoring me and training me and showing me what I could be, uh, was definitely, you know, an amazing experience and it changed everything for me. Right. right. Going back to racing, what was your favorite part about that point in your life? Um, you know, I, I think it, it, I could sit here and say it's the competitive nature and like rubbing elbows with people and corners and like that. And, and that's definitely a fun piece of it, but it was the team aspect of it. Like I remember the team community and that family that you bought. I mean, you know, when you're driving eight hours plus in a van with seven other people, you get really close with them and you get to know them and it does become a second family to you. And that was definitely probably like the highlight of everything. And that's definitely the thing that like, I just remembered to this day, those experience are irreplaceable. Like I, you can't make those things up. Um, so staying on topic of favorite things, do you have a favorite thing about when you're riding casually now and, uh, you know, riding around? Yeah. I, I, I think for me, it's that, uh, that opportunity to disconnect from everything else that's going on in the world. And that's always been the thing that stood out to me or why the, that's always been the thing that mattered the most to me, I guess, you know, not growing up in maybe the healthiest uh, home place environment. Bike riding was my way to get out. Like that was what I went and did. And when I started racing and training, it, it was still there. But when you're training for winning and to compete, there's a level that has to be focused on that versus just going out for a bike ride and really just enjoying it. Like, if I go out for a bike ride now, I don't even like to bring, you know, a computer to see like stats or data or anything like that. Like, I don't want to know what is going on right there. I just want to be in that moment. And I think that that's kind of really, to me, the biggest benefit of riding a bike and, and why it's been so impactful is because it's that opportunity to disconnect. Absolutely. One question that I do have is, would you say, so prior to cycling, did you ever 
pay much notice to you know the environment kind of like the trees around you like before that and then going into cycling did you ever notice maybe a care more for the environment or you started noticing things about the world yeah it it was definitely really eye-opening you know the bike does bring you into all these different situations and all these different environments that you typically wouldn't get to experience. Uh, even if you're driving a car down the side of the road, you're not going to see the trees. You're not going to see all those different pieces of it. It definitely opens your eyes to kind of the real world that's around you. And maybe even the things that, you know, matter just as much as everything else that's going on, but we don't take the time to step back and actually pay attention to it because we're so consumed in everything. Bike riding is definitely a very like present, uh, present activity. I ran track and cross country in high school and I still run, you know, every once in a while now. And even running is not like that because running you're, you're in it. Like there's so much, you know, discipline and pain that goes with running where like bike riding, you can go out and have a casual bike ride and actually take in everything that's around you, which I think is, you know, unparalleled to any other activity that I've seen. So I wanted to ask you, how did you learn about Trips for Kids and what made you want to join and be a part of it? Yeah, so as I mentioned, I, I, I work at Giant Bicycles and they are one of the organizations that are one of the uh, sponsors for Trips for Kids at a national level. Um, and so they support the organization uh, with different products and, and things throughout the year. And when I started there, one of my first jobs was kind of meeting the different partners that giant has. And that's when I got introduced to the team at trips for kids. And I mean, the second that I got on a call with Amy Carver, who I know has been on the podcast in the past, uh, like she, the passion that I felt from her and everything that she was trying to do for trips for kids and what the mission was for the organization, it just hit home for me so hard. It was, such a impactful statement and goal to have. And I thought about how critical that is for kids that don't think that they have a, an outlet or another opportunity than to just go out on the streets um, and hang out with the wrong crowd. So definitely, you know, getting that introduction to trips for kids, like the second that I heard about it, it was it, I wanted to figure out a way to get involved. Right. Right. And then when they asked you to join the board, how did that feel? What kind of, what were you thinking at the moment? Yeah, it, I mean, it was definitely a humbling experience. Like, and it, it still is to this day. Like, I don't think it's fully sank in just yet. Uh, it, it's definitely something that, you know, I think I've gotten to do a lot of amazing work that I'm really grateful to be involved with, but this is gotta be at the, the top of the list for it. All I wanted whenever I was trying to work with Trips for Kids was to offer, you know, volunteer service and stuff. So for it to kind of get to this level so quickly, it was just such an amazing opportunity for me. And yeah. Absolutely. And um, I actually wanted to ask, have you met Marilyn? Not, not officially. Um, not yet, but I'm sure, you know, hopefully when things are, uh, you know, a little bit different in the world and we can actually do some in-person stuff and a little bit more one-on-ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I hear that you bring a great deal of skill set and, uh, energies and ideas to the board. Um, so what do you hope to accomplish in your first year? 
That's a, that's no pressure on that one. Um, (laughs) You know, I, I think my biggest goal, as simple as it sounds, and, you know, I think it's what everyone on the board kind of feels and everyone that gets involved is to, to get more kids on bikes. It's to, bring those opportunities to these kids uh, because they all deserve it. Like we all deserve an opportunity to, to accomplish everything that we want. And um, so that in, you know, every perspective is the biggest goal that I have, but I think, you know, I would love for us to be able to not only grow the existing chapters and, you know, make sure that they can provide more bikes to, to the kids in their local areas, but, to also expand the presence across the country. So we can give those more opportunities to, to more kids. Um, do you have any goals for trips for kids in the next five years? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I have anything like specific or hard numbers that I would say. Uh, but I, I think if we can expand the number of chapters that we have and really kind of give more resources to the chapters that would be the the real goal that I have is to really we have a lot of amazing volunteers that want to do a lot of great work which is it's an amazing thing to have because that a lot of nonprofits that's the thing that they struggle with a lot of organizations just struggle to get volunteers so the fact that we have them to me is a big checkbox that we've already gotten taken care of now it's how can we give them everything that they need to you know, take it to the next level and do more. And um, that would be, you know, the next five years to really dial in how can we support our chapters even more. Yeah, definitely. Like that earn a bike program and the recycling, Uh like that's, that's such huge stuff. Um, I know one other uh, chapter, the chapter that I had just interviewed before you, the high desert riders, uh, they have a program where they not only, serve youth that are kind of in their form like in their formative elementary school middle school ages Mm -hmm. but they also work with high school kids and you know help them to get jobs and stuff so you know I definitely agree getting more resources will only will will only make things go up yeah and I mean that's you know I think at a at a national level like we have to learn from what our local chapters are doing like we have to be able to to listen to what chapters are doing and what's working and and also what's not working you know not everything that we do is going to be a huge success like that's just it it is what it is and it might work in one community and not another but we have to be willing to kind of test and i think taking it from that full uh, you know, full perspective and kind of stepping back and seeing how can we help people across the entire lifespan. I got re- I'm really lucky that I got into biking right before, you know, high school when if I was getting into trouble, it would have been a little bit more serious than getting in trouble in middle school. But not everyone has that luck. Not everyone has that opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of my favorite aspects about trips for kids is it gives those kids the opportunity to, you know, find a way out and, and go and explore and go and find themselves, push themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I agree. And one of the wonderful things that I've gotten the chance to learn through interviewing each chapter is how resourceful each chapter is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think the resourcefulness of, of this organization as a whole is just such an incredible highlight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and I mean, that's, that's the passion coming through, right? Like the, when you 
want to do something important for people and you want to give back and, and make a difference, you're going to figure out a way to do it no matter what. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So to uh, close things off for the last few minutes, we got a few more personal questions, more to learn about you just for the viewers, people who are a part of trips for kids, you know, just to get, get to know you a little more. Um, so yeah. first question is where would you say was your favorite race that you ever did? um that's actually a really easy one for me uh it was the uh, belmont criterium in belmont north carolina uh it was my first real race outside of texas and or outside of texas oklahoma area and it was just honestly probably one of the best experiences that i've had Mm -hmm. um where is your favorite place to ride uh just between everywhere that you've been um, I, I've always said that Asheville, uh, again, in North Carolina is kind of like a second home to me. Uh, I spent a lot of, uh, time out there training with friends and, uh, former teammates and stuff. And it's just to me, one of the most, not only beautiful places to ride, but also one of the most challenging places to ride. Right. Yeah. Um, where do you have any, any places on your bucket list that you would like to go and ride? Uh, definitely. I mean, I think like the, the biggest goal or, you know, desire that I've ever had was to go over to the Netherlands and to get to ride over there. Uh, my dad's family is Dutch. And so I've always been exposed to that culture and I've always just dreamed of getting to actually like take my bike over there and really get to, you know, take it all in. Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, I think that's all the questions. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything you want to tell the people who are listening right now and how they can get involved? Uh, I mean, you know, definitely check out, you know, the trips for kids website and, you know, see what local chapters are in your area. I mean, if you want to get involved every chapter, like we've talked about, like they, they need resources, they need volunteers, they need additional help there's a lot of chapters that have wait lists that you know kids want in they want to work with us so uh, definitely head to the website and you know check out what you can maybe give back even if it's not financial the volunteers and the you know that is a big uh, piece of what we're doing but no I think that's it all right well thank you very much for joining us today it was uh, an absolute pleasure having you and I, I it was a wonderful conversation yeah yeah thanks for having me Thank you for listening to today's episode with my guests. If you want more information about Trips for Kids or would like to follow their social media, you can go to Trips for Kids National on Instagram. That is Trips, F-O-R, Kids National on Instagram. You can also find them on Facebook and Twitter at Trips for Kids, which is also Trips, F-O-R, Kids. If you want even more information, you can go to their website at tripsforkids.org. See you in the next episode.